Hello, everyone, and welcome along to the Wellness Platform Podcast. I'm your host, Libby Ranger. In these episodes, I hope to inspire you to find balance, happiness, and health so that you can flourish in all areas of your life. Today on the podcast, I'm talking with Holly Ellis, who is one of the founders of Harvest to Hand, a company that started last year harvesting and making hemp products in the Hawke's Bay. Holly is a food scientist with several years experience working across various stages of the food supply chain. I personally love hemp, so I was super interested in Holly's journey with the business so far, but also to hear a little bit more about the incredible benefits of it. So I hope you guys enjoy. So today on the podcast, we've got Holly Ellis, one of the founders of the company Harvest to Hand. Thanks for coming on today, Holly. How fun to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's my first podcast and I'm super nervous. <laughs> Very excited to jump into it. I've got lots of questions. I thought let's just start um, by kind of if you would explain to the listeners, I guess, what Harvest to Hand is. And I'm really interested in like how you got into it. Okay, that's a really good question. Um, so Harvest to Hand is, we started it as a food company. So it's basically an extension of our farm here in Hawke's Bay. Mm. So we um, farm more than just hemp, um, a lot of other crops. Um, we like to think of ourselves as um, regenerational sort of farmers. Yeah. But um, basically I wanted to start, I mean, I've got a background in food science mm. and I really wanted to start my own food brand and tie that into the farm because I'm never want to leave the farm the farm's a big part of me yeah um so that's where basically the brand itself was born and I didn't ha- I had lots of ideas of what food or what you know what food products I could bring to the market mm. but the most easily accessible one was hemp because we were already growing it so we we're contract growing it for other hemp oh suppliers or brands around New Zealand mm-hmm. um, and basically I thought that was a good place to start um, it was an easy product to um, basically manufacture it's there's no additives or yeah preservatives or anything like that it's really really natural mm-hmm. and that sits within my values um, and also that goes along with like hemp itself as a plant Mm. um also speaks a lot of my values too like I love health and wellness I love um uh the planet like I want you know I want to be a bit of a greenie but Mm. um don't tell my dad that (laughs) um so basically hemp was an easy way for me to go and that's why we called it harvest a hand because it gives me the opportunity to branch into other food products later on down the track potentially and because I was looking on your website earlier it was launched last year was it did you launch it during COVID or not or was it later in the year um so it launched at the start of September yeah from memory yeah um but I sat down um in April so in COVID last year um that's when I started brainstorming and that's when I had the opportunity to spend a hell of a lot of time mm. um, basically working on creating the brand and bringing the business to life. 
Yeah. So it's, yeah, sort of COVID-y. COVID-y, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, interesting. And so, mm. like, how long did it take to grow till it was ready to be um, harvested? Like, from when you... Uh, because, sorry, when I was looking... Because hemp laws have only just recently changed in the last couple of years. Is that correct? Um, probably go back maybe five or so. Oh. I think oh no even I think even longer because we've been growing it for the last three years yeah and we weren't the first growers in New Zealand um so you could even go back eight eight or so years yeah um and the funny thing is is it was legal for animals to consume and oh. illegal for humans yes, and then all of a sudden it switched over and it's illegal for animals and legal for humans um, and I think this is mainly due to um, us exporting meat and potentially there being a trace of THC in, you know, the meat that's being exported. So it's basically for um, other countries' uh, peace of mind. Mm. But um, as you may already know, hemp seed is such a nutritious seed or nut as it is. Mm. It is incredibly good for humans and animals. Mm. And you're like, Dogs love fatty foods like avocados. And so maybe if I dropped a hemp seed on the ground, my dogs love it. Really? I did not think Yeah, that. yeah. And it's so good for their coats. It's And it's just like same benefits for us. It has for animals as well, like makes them shine. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do a test after this. I'm going to give some hemp seeds to my little dog, Monty. Um, so before we go any further into like benefits and things, which I'm excited for, mm-hmm. we should probably just break down what hemp is. Because before we started recording, we were saying like, I think I've known about hemp for quite a few years. It was quite a big thing when I lived in London. And I think like a lot of people, like a lot of our friends and people would know, but I feel like if I was to say to my mom, like, here's some hemp, she'd be like, is that, is that marijuana? Like, so how, when you're educating at the markets and things like that, how do you kind of break it down for people? Um, I start from scratch because I'm very straight up and honest. And I just say, look, um, the plant looks exactly the same as um, a cannabis plant and that's because it is a cannabis plant but it is a different variety so basically there is no THC in the hemp variety mm. and okay there's 0.0.003 percent you know because I legally have to go around and test the crop you know when we're growing it and yeah Basically, we harvest the seed from the hemp plant, the top of the hemp plant there, and there's no THC in the seed itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, there could be the tiniest, tiniest little bit in the shell, but legally you have to remove that to be able to sell it to the end consumer, which is what we do yeah. and every other hemp company does. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, does that sort of explain it? There's the bud at the top of the plant and that's we harvest the seed from the top of the, you know, top of the bud. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. do you and want so me to carry on the process? Or? Yeah, and so then when you get the bit from the top that you harvest, do you yeah. then turn that into the different products like the oil and the protein powder, uh, protein and things like that? Yeah, so um, 
we use a normal combine head, which you would on any other grain crop. And basically that separates the grain or the seed from the rest of the plant. And so you've got um, the grain left in the top, you know, in our silos. And basically that's got the shell on it still. Mm. And we t- um, send that away to get de-shelled and that gives you a hemp heart. Or we've still got our shelled hemp seed and that gets cold pressed into the oil. Yep. And then you're le- left over with, it's called hemp cake. And that's what's then processed into the hemp protein powder and the hemp flour. And because the seed itself is so high in protein, that's how we can naturally produce a pro- protein powder mm. because it, because it's so naturally high in its own protein. Yeah, I've heard amazing. And so it's literally straight protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaps of people come back to me and say that um, it keeps them really full for so mm. much longer. It mm. gives them lots of energy. Um, yeah, and I think. Ooh. Yeah, that's it for our product line at the moment. It seems like I uh, like I'm obsessed with the social media for Harvest to Hand because it gives you such a good behind the scenes of of what's going on. Like I feel like I learn a lot about the harvesting process, but it seems like quite a big operation. I guess yeah, I guess that's why I show it to everyone to sort yeah. of like give you an insight on um what farming because I show a little bit the other sides of the farm as well, a little bit, but I do focus on the hemp. But um, to me, that's every day. Like that's my norm. Um, and that's mm. probably um, why everyone's told me how much they're loving seeing behind the scenes because it, it's not their norm. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah. But coming back to the kind of business journey that you've been on with it, um, what, are you, what are some of like your highs and lows so far, do you think? Probably the highs, uh, I create my own hours, like I'm my own boss, yeah. But which is great and you need the drive and the want to be able to, you know, run your business. So you're, I only rely on myself, mm. which is great. Mm. Um, and then the lows, I guess, again, I'm by myself. So sometimes it gets quite lonely, yeah. but you sort of like, I listen to one million podcasts about businesses um, and I hear the same things. Um, also, I've got a, I, well, it's actually just finishing up now, but a business mentor through Business Mentors New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so he was really good to go to and mm. just be like, check in to make sure that I'm doing the things that I think I need to be doing. Mm. Um, and sometimes like, I'd turn up to a meeting with him and be all frazzled. And, you know, when I walk out of there, I feel so much better because I guess I'm, he's like an outlet that I don't really know personally. Mm. It's almost like I actually said to him, I was like, this is kind of like therapy. <laughs> yeah, I've actually um, looked into that mentorship program as well and I've been on the fence about it. So. That's good that you've got so much out of it. Um, and so with your, because it's your dad and your partner that are also in the business? Yeah, well, I guess like their shareholders um, within Harvest to Hand, they don't have anything to do with the way it runs as such, um, other than the fact that I suppose dad um, grows the seed. Mm. Um, but basically 
I what I oversee sort of the harvesting and making sure that all the boys are doing what they should be doing um, with the seed. Um, but basically I take over once the seed leaves the farm to go and be processed um, locally here in New Zealand yes. um, and then come back to me. Um, then that's sort of all my side of things. Yeah. So cool. Just harvesting and you've got your boxes around you in the room, all your products. So cool. <laughs> I do. So let's go into the benefits of hemp because like we, like I was saying before, I feel like it's people either know heaps about it and they're fully on board with the hemp cult or they just they don't know. And it's probably like I was saying to you before, like my boyfriend, you know, like he would never think to buy it and now he's tried it. He's like hooked on the energy buzz. But what, mm. are, some of the, what are some of the top benefits that you educate people on about hemp? Um, just really quickly on your point about your boyfriend Mm. that's that's one thing that I really try and educate people on and that's um a push that we are doing in our marketing strategy for Harvester Hand Mm. is that yes it has amazing health benefits but it actually tastes good too like Mm. because some people scare away when they see like a health and wellness um product yeah but they like they're scared you know if they they don't want to go near near a vegan product or a vegetarian product but um like my my boyfriend is a you know advocate for meat eating Mm. but he loves 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 hemp he loves the taste of it Mm. um and I think he loves cooking with it. Um, and yeah, it's more than just the health benefits. Like it tastes mm. good too. If mm. you and don't be and people are probably a bit too shy to, you know, just throw a handful of hemp seeds on um, their salad or just throw it. Literally throw it on everything. We had a pie for dinner last night, and I threw it on top of the pie. Yeah, well, because they don't really taste to me anyway. They don't. If, if they do taste like anything, it's kind of like a sort of faint, nutty taste. But they don't taste like anything. So you can literally just put them on like your pasta. <laughs> like you're never gonna know. They do have that subtle nutty flavor, uh, nutty taste, mm. and it can swing that sweet or savory way. Like mm. you know, if you are taking it for the benefits, like literally throw it on anything and everything because you can hardly taste it or you know I mean it's an acquired taste to some people especially the oil the oil is a little bit more um acquired taste but anyway 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 the health benefits I'm excited (laughs) tell me everything I lead with the essential fatty acids which is the um omega-3 and omega-6 um, that's what the hemp seeds are most well known for, especially their specific ratio of omega three to omega six. Um, and because it's got that specific ratio that your body actually wants, it actually makes it more accessible for your body to actually absorb and utilize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and within those um, fatty acids, they're called essential fatty as- essential fatty acids because your body can't produce them yourself. So you have to have it or obtain it from your diet. Um, and those fatty acids also act um, in really helping your inflammation in your body or reducing that inflammation. So there's a mm. spe- specific fatty acid called GLA. Um, and that has been shown to really reduce um, inflammation in the body. Um, also, if you're vegan or vegetarian, like 
this is probably one of the best ways to obtain your omega-3 because you're not going to have it through fish and especially um watching the sea spiracy yeah, documentary mm. yeah it makes you question um makes you question where your fish is coming from but um aside from that um basically and fatty acids or fat in general is a really good source of energy so your body actually utilizes those first yeah um before any other um energy source and then that leads me into protein so hemp yes. seeds have 35 percent of that calorie availability is protein which is huge so therefore that's why people are coming back and saying I feel, gosh, it makes me feel so full um, for longer because protein is your last source of energy that your body processes. Mm. And, yeah, that's how we can obviously get our hemp protein and stuff naturally. Like there's, you know, we don't do anything else to it. It's just literally milled to get it. It's so interesting because, like, I went through a plant-based phase or, like, as you were saying before, like when you try and be, you know, you might be a meat eater but you might – be conscious to be a bit more plant-based but I used to look to like uh-huh. cookies and cream pea protein isolate or like you know um what other sort of big vegan proteins are there pea and it's another one uh, there's rice rice yeah like I get think, like a blend yeah. like that and it would just make me feel quite like bloated I mean there is obviously pea protein's got its benefits but then by the time you add in like yeah stabilizers some flavors to make it taste good and you and then you think about hemp protein, it's literally like one ingredient. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest difference between pea protein and hemp protein mm. is the process phase from getting um, your protein from your pea or your protein from your hemp. Yes, you're right, yeah. So to get to get that pea isolate, it has to go through a chemical solvent process, whereas your hemp protein is literally milled from that hemp cake that I was talking about before mm. into a fine powder. So yes, um, it doesn't blend as well as a um, pea protein would, mm. but it is literally as natural as it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And sorry, the protein and the hemp is also really um, readily available for your body to absorb. Mm. Like your body doesn't have to convert any of those um, amino acids mm. into um another form and on that it also has all essential amino acids um and hemp protein you know so you're you're getting all those amino acids that your body can't produce you know in one protein is that when people say like a complete protein would hemp protein be a complete protein for a human correct Wow, yeah. Well, there you go. Because I remember also that's another. Yeah. That you need your beans and your rice or something to create like a complete protein, but hemp protein's complete on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. R- literally, and you can have, um, say, maybe two to three tablespoons of hemp protein, and that would give you eleven grams of protein, which is equivalent to having like a piece of steak. Yeah. You know, like there's not like there's literally nothing in it. It's cool. Well, you sold me. I'm. Always, I was always really interested in hemp for the like skin and the hair and the nails side of it as well. Is that where the kind of yep. um, fatty acids come into it? Yeah. So um, that comes back to all the fatty acids, and that's the same with like the dogs. You mm. know, it's the same reaction in their body for the their coat or our skin and our 
hair and our nails mm. i also am always eating hemp but the other night i put the our hemp oil um on my face mm. just like overnight um and basically it's so hydrating and it doesn't block any of your pores um it's really good say if you had eczema or psoriasis or anything like that you can just rub it it's so like so hydrating for the skin and just stops that irritation mm -hmm. um or inflammation yeah and i felt like it did did a good job yeah i'm gonna try that so <sighs> just finishing on the hemp hemp itself what what's your favorite mm -hmm. what's your favorite product what's your favorite recipe if someone was listening and they were like i'm gonna go by what she says mm -hmm. like would it be like hemp seeds in your porridge or would it be like a protein shake well like hemp seeds sort of are so easy to incorporate into any meal like I was saying before yeah. and um my partner's like it sits up on the table with our salt and pepper and it literally does because you know when you plate up your meal just throw your hemp seeds on your on your porridge on your eggs um mm. his thing is corn thins with pestos and tomatoes and like we're like loaded toast, avocado on toast, yeah. salads. I don't, I don't know. I, I really thought about this before um, jumping on the podcast. So I suppose hemp seeds yeah. are the easiest and, and it, that's them in their natural form. Like you've got all your fats, your proteins, mm. um, your fiber. It's just all in one there. So throw them on anything and everything. Yeah. I and don't be scared. Don't be scared. Yeah, I follow um, Benson Dinner on Instagram and I'm, I'm loving his like toast combo with the peanut butter and the banana and the hemp seeds. Yeah. Do you have any kind of like future products in the pipeline or are you just focusing on the hemp for the meantime or are they a secret? I, last year, I mean, I was sort of like on the roll of um, bringing out new products Um but I realized that probably is not sustainable for the business. I mean, um, we're not even a year on yet from starting. Mm. Um, so I'm choosing to focus on um, growing the business itself before right. I launch any new products. Mm. But I definitely have lots of ideas in the pipeline. It's yeah. just, um, you know, you've got to make uh, you've got to make everything align it's actually like it's not easy to just like click your fingers and you get a new product it's like a lot of work and time in the making it's like a big process but um and there's no manual for it <laughs> so I'm sort of just teaching myself as I go yeah uh, um watch the space always because yes. you just never know <laughs> you look like what you're doing it looks from the outside looking and it looks like it's you're doing super well and it's super easy um so with, <laughs> with my new podcast one I'm gonna have one question every week which I ask every guest and mm -hmm. probably not super related to hemp but maybe your answer is the question is what is one book that you would suggest that everyone listening would read I am not a book reader. Oh, okay. Plot twist. That's not where I saw this going. Um, okay. Not a book reader. Um, oh, I can't. I can't. What? Okay. Let's, I let's, literally can't give you a book. If I'm going to be a podcaster, I'm going to need to be adaptable. What is one... Okay, I've got to go one. What is one piece of advice that you would kind of give to someone who potentially has an idea, a business idea, a dream, something they'd love to do, but they're sort of like, oh my gosh, that's so overwhelming. Because that's kind of why I wanted to speak with you because I'm like, 
this is a huge thing. How did she get from wanting to do this and now it's like a full-blown, successful, amazing company? What What's one piece of advice that you would pass on? I mean, don't be scared. Like, do the do the research. Like, mm. and reach out to anyone or listen to as many podcasts as you can. Sort of mm. about um, starting a business because every one of those podcasts has given me an idea or um, enlightened me in some way to be like, oh, you haven't thought about this, or you really like, you really need to just suss out all the nitty gritty bits. Um, but honestly don't be scared of doing that do the research and do the time um and make it like go for it make it happen Mm. but I mean I'm not going to paint you a pretty picture and say that it happens overnight start small like I mean I went so deep so quickly and I was lucky enough to do so Mm. um but you know I'd say if you've got a full-time job don't quit your full-time job straight away like definitely do the research and side hustle first Mm. and make sure that you've got all your t's and your t's crossed and your i's dotted Mm. yeah because I mean you invest time and money into whatever it is that you're doing Mm. so obviously you don't want that to be wasted Um, and I also think you mm. not only sacrifice time and money but you end up sacrificing other um you know it's not like necessarily the norm to have your own business at 25 so you know when all your friends might be out doing something and you might be sacrificing that to do something else like that's also something that is part of that kind of picture of behind the scenes yeah 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 it's definitely um yeah, like I said, I'm not going to paint you the pretty painting. <laughs> but one day it might be the pretty painting, you know, so. Yeah, you got to put it Definitely in worth investigating. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if you're passionate about it and you enjoy it, then it'll work out. Like, it should work out. Mindset, manifest. You got it. So, um, Holly, where can people find uh, find you? I always say you, but I guess Harvest a Hand and slash you on social media. You've got a website. Yeah, um, our website is www.harvestahand.co.nz, all lowercase. Um, and then we're exactly the same on Facebook and Instagram, Harvest a Hand. Um, and I even made a TikTok. Nice. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not that good at it though. That's why I was quite kind of hesitant to say, but um go check us out on TikTok. Yeah, I think oh LinkedIn. I mean I just like I like to have a presence everywhere, but mm. um maybe my presence isn't a hundred percent on every platform, but Instagram is usually where you get everything. Yeah, cool. It's interesting yeah. about TikTok. I've been seeing a lot of like food production companies jumping on on there, and I'm like, and yeah. When I had like a listen to a business podcast, I don't know a few weeks ago, they were like, the way of the future is video. Like, no matter what you do, you need to be. And I'm like, oh, I bloody hate doing videos, but it's like that is how you get traction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and like you said before, love seeing the behind the behind the scenes process that's why all the food producers are sort of on tiktok because mm. you don't get to see those behind the scenes processes it's, um, it's fascinating and, someone that's never seen them before isn't it like yeah but 
<laughs> but it is hard doing those videos. Yeah. <laughs> it does not come naturally to me. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not qualified to do any videos, but I do post them anyway. Cool. Well, I recommend anyone listening, go and check out Harvester Hand. And thank you so much for coming on to chat today, Holly. It's been super interesting. Oh, thank you for having me, Libby. Mm-hmm.